welcome back to Unclassical. Welcome back, welcome back. Uh, are we still in quarantine? Who the fuck knows? Let's be honest, Boris Johnson. Uh, stay in. Uh, don't get the virus. And if you do, go to work, but don't. Do go to work, but do, but yes. Because the economy is collapsing, but uh, I'm, I wish to have more money. Yeah, money so would be good. I don't care about your lives. <laughs> to put it mildly. Please die for my money. What's the fifth Lord Farquhar says? Some of you will die. <laughs> but it's a sacrifice. I'm willing to make. Thanks, Boris. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking such good care of us. Maybe by the time this comes out, uh, we'll be dead. But, maybe. Um, yeah, maybe. But at least we have football. At least we have football. Yeah. And the pubs are opening. Oh, my God. So we can all have a pint and get Corona. Did you see about um, after the Liverpool victory, a load of um, Liverpool fans like set off a firework by the Liver building in Liverpool and uh, basically doing like really dangerous riots and shit? And people are like... Not at all reported on. Uh, a little bit, but yeah, not as widely. And I doubt people are going, Oh my God, Black Lives Matter, why are you writing? Oh my God. I, I doubt saw... they'll be like, well, shall we start football again? You know, notorious for antisocial behaviour. Literally. Um, in response to that, I saw someone post earlier, like a picture of Black Lives Matter protest mm. alongside a picture of people at the beach. And it was like, oh, no one said anything when it's Black Lives Matters meeting up and um, protesting. But apparently we can't go to the beach because that spreads the virus. And it's like, um, firstly, <laughs> do you live under a rock because it was hugely protested, but also yeah. they are Reported, yeah. <clears throat> they are all wearing masks. They are like they can't necessarily be socially distant, but they are actually less likely to be spreading the disease than you fucking around in your bikini getting drunk on the beach with your mates, you absolute cunt. Also, you just want to like you say, <clears throat> literally go to the beach and fuck around. Whereas they are Black trying to fight for their right to be human beings. Yeah. But you are denying them. Yeah, but then do they want to go to the beach? Uh, well, at the end of the day, I'm white, so no. all those matter and all that, sure, sure, but um, I want to get pissed up drunk. And it makes me uncomfortable when people are like, black racism is still a thing because it affects me because yeah. I'm a racist cunt. I'm not used to it affecting me, so... Yeah, so as a white male, I would just feel better if you, if the oppressed ones would just stay quiet and get on with it quietly. Yeah, thanks very much. Thanks. So, uh, yeah, as you can tell, guys, we are riled. Yeah, um, riled up. <laughs> Introducing David Copperfield. Yes, we are going to be looking at our next book, which, Woo. as Katie said, is David Copperfield. I think a uh, cue violin. Thanks, Ross. Uh, yes, so David Copperfield, written by Charles Dickens. Have we done a Dickens before? I feel like we've spoken about him. Ah, we um, did The Bleak House. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, Dickens. Yeah, so, yeah, we've done Dickens. So, we know Dickens. We know he writes things in instalments. We know he writes things. We know he writes things. He's he, an old writer, isn't he? he? He has been known to be seen writing no, for in instalments for, like, uh, magazines, like, soap operas, but in books, Yeah. So, so he's notoriously difficult to read because it's all, like, episodic. Like, oh, my God, and it goes of... on for so fucking long. Yeah, to be I, fair, that book is hefty. I don't even know where it is, but, um, yeah long so yeah david copperfield which is a look at his katie's staring very suspiciously <laughs> at this room like where is the book there's a there's a bag and i'm trying to figure out if it's got the hogwarts houses logo on it <laughs> it's <laughs> really interesting intriguing content um so yes we shall start then just diving into the book so when uh you open the book you are greeted by all these different chapter names and i thought i um, say just chapters and i was like that <laughs> that is tend to be how books go marsha <laughs> by chapters and an, an epilogue <laughs> an epilogue <laughs> epi chapters and uh, they have um some of the most creative names i uh, yeah. have come across the uh, first one is i am born god yeah i remember <laughs> 
Just, just, yeah. Well, white men get to write some real drivel, don't they? <laughs> they do. Um, and they're all like that. Like, um, okay, brilliant. Uh, so, yep, yeah, that, that's, uh, it's quite a long book to be fair, so it's a good uh, place to start. Yeah. And then later... Get it all in. Get all your white manliness in. <laughs> and then later we have, I enlarge my circle of acquaintance. I was glad that's where I was going, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 10, puberty. Puberty. I enlarge my penis. <laughs> Good, good to know, David. Good to know. Well, like, we don't need to read that one. <laughs> you can That's keep all that. you. You can keep that to yourself, David. And uh, another one, I become neglected and am provided for. I That's mean, nice, isn't don't it? Don't these just sound like the most scintillating, exciting things? But also, I be- I am neglected and I am provided for. It's a bit of an oxymoron. Yeah, like, exactly. I thought you were being neglected, but at least you're getting looked after. That's <laughs> yeah. not neglected, sweetheart. Which is it, sweet? The privilege. <laughs> doesn't understand being neglected. No, well, he is a white man. He is a white man. <laughs> so we start, um, as Dickens said, uh, the night David Copperfield is born. And it's all from David's perspective. So he's like reflecting back so on a it. A baby's talking. It's as an adult so it's like he's written the book and is reflecting so he doesn't remember well he says um he was born born he was born (laughs) he was born (laughs) born in the past he was born as he has been informed and led to believe on friday at 12 o'clock led to believe they're lying (laughs) literally and he's like um who who knows if they got it right Because I I wasn't there with my big brain to tell them for sure when I was born. I, a man, my mother, a woman, how would she possibly know? How would she know? Oh, but then I was saying, I made a note. Um, My mum doesn't know when I was born, but she insists that she does. Like, if you say, what time was I born, you don't know. She's like, oh, I do. And you go, well, what time? And she was like, well, it was sometime in the vicinity of 6am to 9am. I don't know. Well, she hasn't. A three-hour window. Yeah. To be fair, she wasn't giving birth. She's got a lot of things going on. And I wonder, because I was born um, at our old home, I wonder at if... At our old home. At our old home. Um, I wonder if... Because uh, in hospital, I presume it's recorded, like, officially. Like, what yeah. time? Yeah. You wouldn't have that with me. So, who knows with you? You who could knows? be 10, you could be 47. That would explain a lot. It would. <laughs> who knows? I mean, they've they got the time wrong, they got the ear wrong. Like, now, like, this... Is disgusting. Oh, I'm very excited. He says he was born with a cool. Do you know what a cool is? No. Okay, I had to Google it. How's it spelled? C A U L. He was born with the cool to write. Oh, yeah, born with the coil. Did you take your mum's coil out with you? <laughs> it wasn't doing him any um, So it's it's like the amniotic brain, a membrane sac. So it basically comes out intact, surrounding the baby. So it's like in a see-through bag. And do you, do you want to know what they did with it? Did they eat it? No. So basically... Did they put it back in? <laughs> get that right back up there. Put oh. that thing back where it came from. Help, help me. me. It's so gross. Get it up there. Um, no. So it was meant to be like a good luck charm. Uh. So they advertised it in the newspaper and sold it for 50 guineas. To be fair. 15, sorry. 15 guineas. Genius. Um, but I was just thinking like... I, Who the fuck bought that? You psycho. And they can't have like preserved in. It doesn't say they uh, dried it or anything. Uh, so just like... Smelling, it's starting to smell a bit of wrong fish. But yeah, enjoy. Just this manky bit of old membrane. Oh. Ba- so basically it looks like a used condom that smells of fish. Oh, it's decomposing. It's natural matter. A massive they must used condom it. that smells of fish. Yeah. Gross. I wonder how much 15 guineas is worth in today's money. I have no idea. But too much? Yeah, too much, too much. Even though it's pet, 5p for it. Um, we the, then, mm? the fact they then had to have it. Uh, like, lucky! 
I don't think this is lucky. No, I think you've been mugged right yeah. off me. Um, anyway, that, that was unfortunate. Um, David's dad actually died six months before he was born um, because you can't be having two parents in an origin story, kid. Yeah, you cannot. You, <laughs> you can't have a bit it's of It's like that thing, isn't it, when you're like, damn, I didn't have a troubled childhood. How will I ever turn my pain into art? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. So, like, get daddy out of the picture. Yeah, That'd get nice. daddy gone. So, um, his mum's all sort of down in the dumps. This is um, before she's given birth. Um, she's all, like, down in the dumps at the prospect of giving birth to a fatherless child Fair when enough. this woman comes to visit. Is this a lesbian story? No. Oh, I'm intrigued by the hesitation, though. Um, no, it's not a lesbian story. It is a We Hate Men story, but uh, okay, I do like that's this. not lesbian by default. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, it's uh, David's great aunt on her father's side, um, and ah. she's called Mi- so Miss Betsy Trotwood, and she's such a Dickinson story. I know Miss Betsy Trotwood, and uh, she's very formidable, oh. and um, it's suspected uh, that. <laughs> Obviously, it's describing the background of her character. Davy's mum didn't just, like, surmise all of this from seeing her. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's suspected that her late husband um, used to beat her, so she paid him off, and they mutually decided to break up. And then he went off to India with his share of the dollar. Uh, but he died... But he did last 10 years, which is pretty mm-hmm. good for... Um, I think it's Victorian, for Victorians. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, 10 years. it's a pretty good game. Uh, and it says, uh, Nobody knew how the art was affected, because after the separation, she took her maiden name back, bought a house by the sea and established herself as a single woman so i think um she was affected quite nicely afterwards after yeah it sounds great yeah i have a question yeah i thought women weren't allowed to own property i think if you've got the dollar but it's just that you wouldn't really get the dollar because it's like well it has to be given to a man and i think also um when they separated i don't know maybe like she said he'd already died already or or he did he did did, did. or like maybe she bought it in the house in his name or something i don't know the house is in her name i know that actually yeah um so yeah it sounds like she gave zero shits about the separation sounds he like beat she her a great time she had to pay after. him off it's her money she had to pay him off to leave her fuck's sake yeah and couldn't drop his name quick enough because he's a dickhead yeah and also maybe she orchestrated the death but just had to leave it 10 years so it mm. didn't look suspicious yeah exactly and also they've been separated for like 10 years by the time he died so i'm guessing she wasn't that fast <laughs> it was quite your, a while your old abuser's dead good like, good you know what i will have that second slice of cake <laughs> yeah thank you very thank much you. i i will um oh no yeah she didn't agree with um david's dad marrying dave's david's mum because they're gonna say she didn't agree with david's dad marrying david and i'm not surprised <laughs> i'm not really behind it myself <laughs> I, I, to be I'm honest i'm on her side with that one that's pretty dark it's a fetus <laughs> with a call yeah. that's kind of gross uh, a fetus with a call <laughs> with a call <laughs> I'll find my way. Oh, um, did he come out singing? Oh, I wish. Oh my god, David Copperfield, the musical. Must be a thing. Um, so yeah, basically, uh, Auntie Betsy uh, didn't agree with it because she said Davy's mum was too young and uh, yeah, she was. and just be- and he was marrying her for her beauty and he was double her age yeah. and not in good health. So they died a year after they were married. So it wasn't great for Davy's mum either. Yeah. And so Miss Betsy is just kind of like. Well, yeah, I said it was really stupid in everyone's point of view. Did he at least have money to leave to her? 
Yes. Okay. He did. Um, but yeah, so um, up comes Miss, Bess, Miss Betsy. Uh, but she doesn't knock on the door like a normal person. She just comes in. No. She, instead of ringing the bell, she came in and looked at that identical window, pressing the end of her nose against the glass to the extent that my poor mother used to say it became perfectly flat and white in a moment. So just... Flat face on the window. Hello. <laughs> Hello. You're someone in there having a baby. Hello. I'm here. I'm auntie. <laughs> yeah. So extra. Like, <laughs> what is okay. wrong with you? So obviously Davy's mum shits herself. Ah! <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Goes to the door, lets her in. They have introductions. They've never actually met in person before. They're having a general chit chat. And Davy's mum, bearing in mind she's in the early stages of labour, but she's not quite sure yet. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and she's Victorian, so, mm. you know, it's about... chance she won't make it. Yeah, exactly. So she keeps... Davy's mum keeps saying she feels ill and she's like, I feel ever so ill and I'm going to die. And... um, Victorians. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Miss Betsy is just like, nonsense, dear, have some tea. Which, you know... To be fair, to be fair. Just as a slight tangent, we recently watched Oliver Twist, which is, again, Dickens. Mm. And, of course, it's another story about a little boy. Um, Oliver Twist's mum died of walking. Yeah, yeah, she did. She literally... But, like, also not even that long. I swear she was walking for, like... She spent most of the night laying in a ditch, and she was very pregnant. So, let's say she got disturbed at 10pm the night before, walked until about 9am the next morning, whilst also sleeping in a ditch for a portion of the night. Yeah, and was in the workhouse by about 10.30 in the morning. So she was actually more of like 12 hours, but then also had a nap in a She also ditch. had a nap for a decent while, because then you yeah. see her stand chilling, and it's daylight again. So... Yeah. Can't leave Victorians outside. They you are not built for they're, it. They're fragile. <clears throat> they are really fragile. Um, yeah. So the aunt is just bashing uh, Davy's parents' marriage and just keeps saying that um, the baby will be a girl. And um, oh, then, <laughs> then Davy's mum's like, um, "It might be a boy." And the aunt says, "I tell you, I have a presentiment that it will be a girl. Don't contradict me." Oh my god, she sounds like <laughs> the worst birth birthing partner ever. Like, look, I'm the kind of one in the moment here, shall yeah. we say? If you cross me again, bitch, I will cut you. I will cut you. Um, And then Miss Betsy says, From the moment of this girl's birth, I intend to be her friend. I intend to be her godmother. And I beg you'll call her Betsy Trotwood Copperfield. Mate, you need to leave. (laughs) I just get improper involved. Leave. There must be no mistakes in life with this Betsy Trotwood. She must be well brought up, well guarded from reposing and foolish confidences. I must make that my care. So she basically does... she sees Davy's mum has gotten into a marriage that hasn't really served her and now she's yeah. left um, widowed. Obviously her marriage didn't go well. So she's like, I'll be damned if I have another woman being enslaved to a man. No! No! Okay, I see where you're coming from, Betsy. Yeah. But you got to tone, be... tone down the narcissism. Yeah, like, why does she have to be called Betsy, though? I'll give her the life I never had. Literally, I was like, you can't undo all the hurt in your life by yeah. just creating a mini-me. That's not healthy, sweetie. And also then she's going to rebel against you. Yeah. It's, it's not a good business model. No. <laughs> Whilst all this is going on, Davy's mum is like, no, I actually do feel very ill. I, I am actually going into labour. <laughs> yeah, so, so if you like, could just stop talking about you for like yeah, five seconds, you feel great. I'm going to go give birth. So um, Davy's mum goes upstairs. The doctor and nurses are called. Doctor and nurses. Doctor and nurses. <laughs> the doctor and nurses. Thank you, NHS, for what we were doing with your hard working doctor and nurses. Yeah, uh, they're cool. They all go upstairs, and uh, Auntie stays downstairs and puts jeweler's cotton in her ears so she can block out all that tomfoolery. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't decide if I love or hate Betsy. Yeah, it it flips about. Yeah, it's like, yo, I see where you're coming from, but you are such a dick. <laughs> she is very funny, though. Um, the Doctor is really timid. And so, yeah, so the Doctor arrives with the nurses, but the nurses seem to be, like, running the labour. I guess he's there if things go badly. I swear uh, that kind of thing happens a lot. Yeah. Like, you hear about that kind of thing, like, doctors come in or, or patients being like, I want to talk to a doctor. And the nurse is like, I've actually had a lot of training as yeah. well. And then the doctor coming in and being like, What's the issue? It's this, this, and this. Ah, it's this, this, and this. Yeah. Oh, now I believe it. <laughs> so annoying. Um, so yeah. Um, Not the doctors aren't doing a good job too. <laughs> they are. So uh, the doctor goes to chat to Miss Betsy whilst the labour's going on. Mm. And um, he questions uh, the cotton in her ear. And she's like, what? Nah. <laughs> and she pulls it out really sharply so she can hear. And um, it, the book says, it was a mercy he didn't lose his presence of mind. Like... <laughs> what's he going to do because you're cotton in her ears run for the hills but and because she answered sharply men can't handle women answering sharply no, it they frightens can't. them it's far too much like I ah! can't do it um, she has a backbone ah! she answered back um, anyway Davy Boy pops into the world and the doctor goes down and says congratulations and uh, the aunt is like oh, okay brilliant and uh, she says how is she and the doctor's like <gasps> I apprehended you would know. It's a boy. And like, what? why do you think she'd have known that? Did she just deliver the child? Does she have x-ray vision? Are babies just by default boys until told otherwise? And I was like, because he said congratulations, is that why? And if he was a girl, he would have come in and been like, like commiserations. I thought when she said, how is she? He was talking about the mum. Oh no, I thought that as well. Um, like, um, well, she's the one who just pushed a fucking watermelon out of her vagina. Yeah. Is she okay? No, this is again the sentiment of the time. Mm. Like, how is she? And he answers like, oh, I thought you'd know. And I was like, what? The- she's dead? She's alive? That's what I thought you were going like, to say. I was like, no. oh, mum is dead already. Okay. No, no, no. So, but yeah, it, it, it is a boy. And... Uh, Betsy is having none of this shit. <laughs> Cut it off right now. So she doesn't say anything, but she just picks up her bonnet by the strings, pulls it back and catapults it at the doctor's head. <laughs> <laughs> Which bends the bonnet. So she picks it up, puts it on bent, walks out and never returns. Betty, what a power Betsy. move. Betsy. Wow. <laughs> oh, Betsy. That was a power. Just fuck you. Yeah, well. Fuck you, I'm going. I wanted a niece. <laughs> you can't say she doesn't have style. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, uh, I was going to say, she's obviously very traumatised by men. Like, oh, I'm not having another man in my life. Fuck I'm not this. having that. Absolutely yeah, not. Men are shit. I'm going. Uh, so, time job. So, it's just David and his mum and their faithful servant, Peggotty. We like Peggotty. Um, is Peggotty a horse? It, it's a, it's, she's a servant. She's a lady. She's very what? sweet. You can't be called Peggotty. It's her surname. Okay. It's but, still a little bit. Everyone calls it. Oh, sorry. You have the same views later as Miss Betsy. That is pretty much how she reacts. <laughs> you can't be called Peggotty. <laughs> yeah, that is, it's a, that's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. <laughs> you sound like a noble pony. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, she is called Peggotty, and, and yeah, we like <laughs> we like Peggotty. Okay. Katie's becoming Miss Betsy. I hate men, and you can't be called Peggotty. <laughs> Look, men are trash, and your name cannot be that. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so you're gonna it. have to be Susan. However, there's a bit when he's playing with Peggotty, and um, <laughs> they're playing a game about crocodiles in the garden whilst Peggotty is darning a stocking, huh. and it says Peggotty was thoughtfully sticking her needle into various parts of her face and arms all the time so i think it's meant thoughtfully <laughs> so she's 
acupuncture. I was like, are you a fucking voodoo doll? <laughs> I was like, I presume it means like she's so engrossed with the game or the stocking that she's pulling it back without noticing and just shoving it into herself. But she's doing it thoughtfully. Shouldn't it be thoughtlessly if she's stabbing herself in the face? One would hope, and one hopes I didn't read it wrong. <laughs> but no, I really don't think I, I did. Mean, still. Like one or twice, once or twice. Fair just enough. keep doing it. Like, after like the third time, you'll be like, oh, I got to adjust what I'm doing here because, you know, I'm bleeding. <laughs> I'm sustaining some injuries and I'm victorious. Like, it's in my face. Firstly, am I go septic. Secondly, am I putting myself in the goddamn eye? <laughs> yeah. Davey, I can eat multitask. You're going to have to stop the game, love. <laughs> yeah. Or just like, you know, focus on your goddamn work. Oh, and they're um, chatting because Davey's mum has started uh, chilling with a new friend, a stranger. Um, but he's trash. He is such fucking trash. Right. Cool it. You Cooled wait and it. see. Victorian okay. gentleman. Yeah, like my fucking ass. trash. Um, and Peggotty is like, uh, a to Davy's mum, basically, don't be copping off with anyone. Um, don't be copping off with any other Copperfield. Yeah. <laughs> you don't got be one Copperfield here, love. <laughs> yeah. What happened from the last copping off? A Copperfield. So yeah, stop. Yeah, so stop right <laughs> your head. And both. Uh, Davy's mum and Peggotty kind of agree that um, Davy's mum gets all the affection she needs from Davy. Well, he's not sucking up a fanny, is he? <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, that's not exactly healthy. No. Um, so She's allowed to get boyfriends and stuff. It's just, unfortunately, Victorian men suck. Yeah. So. And um, then basically the mum emotionally blackmails Davy by saying that she must be a bad mother, that she doesn't love him and that Peggotty's love would be better for him. And then they all just slump down and start crying on each other. Romantic. <laughs> She's just like, oh, because I want a husband. It means I'm not a good mother. And well, baby's like, you... oh my god, mum, don't cry. You can, you can want a husband and be a good mum. Yeah, you, you don't can. have to rely on your son for sexual favours. Yeah, that is slightly more frowned upon. That actually. is actually kind of more problematic. You're allowed to want romantic love, and it's okay to not want that from your child. I'm very. Sorry, but I can't actually remember what um, Davy's mum's called at the moment, so I will carry on calling her Davy's mum. <laughs> Let's be honest, it's because her name probably wasn't mentioned very often yeah. in the book. Or I'm a, a victim of the patriarchy as well. I've <laughs> adopted yeah. traits. Um, so, obvi, uh, Davy's mum is dating someone new, mm. and we meet Mr. Murdstone. You can't be called Murdstone. Betsy literally says this as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look, you all have ridiculous Victorian names, and I'm just not down for I'm it. I'm not having it. Uh, so... We know that, um, yeah, she's met the Mr. Murdstone and Davy is sent off with Peggotty to be made spruce. Sorry, but if you're dead, like, you know, don't judge people book by his cover and all. But if Mr. Murdstone Mr. turns Murdstone, up and like, oh, would you like to enter into a relationship with me? Yeah. I'm Mr. Murdstone. You'd be like, are you going to murder me with a stone, Mr. Murdstone? <laughs> yeah. Um, no. I'm so it's foreshadowing yeah, here, Yeah, you sound creepy as balls. But also don't judge a book by its cover. It's problematic. Yeah. But also Mr. Murdstone sounds like the worst. Yeah, it is the worst. Kill it. So, um, yeah, Peggotty goes and makes Davy spruce, which I think sounds nice. I'd like to be made spruce by Peggotty. <laughs> And then we meet Mr. Murdstone's mates. And they greet him with Halloa Murdstone. It's spelled H A L L O A. Hello, bitches! Hello! Hello, Murdstone! Do we get any Also, why do they. I suppose men do do that, call each other by their last names. Yeah. Murdstone. So, What's wrong with John? <laughs> so they basically all say, like, yeah, Davy's mum is proper fit, to be fair. And uh, Delightful conversation. Yeah, and Davy's just there, like, uh-huh. And, oh, uh, in front of Davy. Yeah, he brings Davy to meet all his mates. And, and they're, they're all like, to be fair, I'd fuck your mum. To be fair, so would I. I'd they're like, who's mom. this guy? And he was like, oh, it's um, so-and-so's son. And they're like, oh, the really fit one. And he's like, yeah, I know, right. 
Men. Men are trash. He is trash. So many problems. Later that evening, Davy like relays the conversation that was had to his mum, and she's literally like, "No, shy." <laughs> so, oh my god. She's oh, men writing women. Literally. Oh my god. I've never seen anyone sleep with me. Oh my god. So sweet. And, and then like, she's um, like disgusting. And then she goes, "Tell me again what they said." And um, he says again. She goes, "No, no, no. I'm not pretty. Oh, impudent, ridiculous men." <laughs> You're men like, writing women yeah like Trash. disgusting <laughs> disgusting and also she's like she's acting like a child and she must be like 27 now and again Ugh, it just sounds and a also, bit gross like especially if we get your son to relay it like yeah i don't really want to relay how they told me they wanted to lick your pussy no just one more time sweetie i'm really uncomfortable <laughs> yeah crossing boundaries mom yeah, it's really it's gross cool. um and then peggotty asks davy if he'd like to spend a fortnight with her at yes her please brother. yes please um Yes. Yes, Peggy, uh, <laughs> take me away. Um, at her brother's, who lives down in Yarmouth. And Davy, who is eight years old, asks, Is your brother an agreeable man? <laughs> Davy, yes, child. <laughs> eight year old asking. Is he an agreeable man? And, um, will, he, will he engage in my games of chess and, I don't know, liqueur and cigars and anything? <laughs> no, I do like to discuss matters of the world over chess and cigars. <laughs> And Peggy's like, naturally. <laughs> naturally, darling, we'll have a fabulous time. Let's go. So off they go to Yarmouth. Uh, while... Where is Yarmouth? By the coast. I, I, I assumed by the coast. Yeah. Um, yeah so Dickinson's. If they're running off somewhere, it must be to the coast. Yeah, Dickinson's. Dickinson's. Dickens. Dickinson's. Dickens. <laughs> it's now Charles Dickinson's. Dickens. I like it. Dickinson's. <laughs> um, so yeah. <laughs> They go off to Yarmouth, and obviously, whilst this is happening, Peggotty has removed him so that his mum can marry Mr. Murdstone. Ah, uh, not cool. Which is such like betrayal, trauma and betrayal. Yeah, like um, why can't he be? Inv- like he's gonna be so fucked up coming back to that. Literally, you need to have that conversation. Like literally now, that like if you're a divorced parent and you've got a child, you have to like involve them in the. Like, obviously, like. You no. ha- you date and like you kind of get a foundation. You realize and you don't this involve is them in the sexual part. That's no. weird. <laughs> of all the bits, not to involve in it, and the bits too involved. Literally, in like it. we'll involve him in the part where we discuss his mum's vag. But um, at the point where, the, where his mum's getting remarried, we'll send him off. Don't want him seeing that shit. No, great. Like we're well, not going to take him on the honeymoon. <laughs> like, it's so fucked up. So anyway, Davy doesn't know about this. So um, it says, uh, <laughs> this is when they're driving down there, um, or riding down there. Do you drive a horse and cart down there or ride? Ride. Drive. Drive. <laughs> if you're in the cart, you're driving. Well, they're not doing it personally. They're being driven by someone else. So they are being driven because he's not riding the horses, is he? No, he's, he's driving the cart. Driving the okay. cart. So they're driving down there. And uh, Peggotty says she's pleased to call herself a Yarmouth bloater. Hot. <laughs> Peggotty like, knows how to flirt. Can I be a Hampshire bloater? <laughs> To be fair, I do eat a lot of cheese. <laughs> yeah, I feel that sums me up. I'm a sorry bloater. Yeah. So they get oh, down there. sound like a Tory. <laughs> and they're greeted by ham. Um, I think later... Just the food? The food. A big... And I was like, see why you're a bloater, Peggotty. Yes. Just send a ham. <laughs> send a ham. It shall be welcome. Shall give us sustenance for the walk ahead. <laughs> to be fair, send us a cheese. Yeah. <laughs> so, ham. I will describe later, because I've written later who he is, but um, he carries Davy to their house. And we like ham. He's why like... Why does he carry him? Because... Davy's eight years old. Fucking walk. You've just <laughs> you're so asked lazy. to engage in nice conversation. I think ham's just like, oh, hello, be all friendly. Would you like to ride on my shoulder? And Dave's like, oh, a nice man who doesn't talk about my mummy in disgusting ways. <laughs> what is this, Ham? Ham. 
<laughs> so um yeah the ham is like cute he's a really like massive guy but he's got like quite a sweet innocent unworldly air about him nice and um they go up to this big old ship that's like washed up on the land that's been converted into a house that's cool that is cool i thought it was like a hipster's paradise yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, some sick parties in there yeah so um they uh, <laughs> and then they all start talking about how there's a nosegay of seaweed and i was like is that like potpourri and does nosegay literally mean what it makes your nose gay nose gay sorry a fly in my face just very very intrigued just to be clear, gay is unhappy. Yeah, yeah, I know he's gay. And I was like, hmm, that did uh, not catch on. No, that did not. Um, it's, in its kind of way, it's almost sweet. Sorry, there's a fly in here. And I think I fucking caught it. Yes, I did! Now there's a dead fly. Now there's a dead fly on some notes. Okay, enjoy everyone. <laughs> so it says when they arrived at the house, they were greeted by a civil looking woman and a beautiful little girl. And this is a direct quote from Davy, who wouldn't let me kiss her when I offered, but ran away and hid herself. Yeah, she doesn't want me touched by... Oh, sorry, uh, meets man for the first time. Would you like me to kiss you? Also, no. Come on, first interaction. Yeah, would you like me to kiss you? Force or whatever. And also offered. Could smoke you if you like. Doesn't look like you're getting much else. No, no, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm at eight. I, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm all right. I am a child. I'm not meant to be getting smooched. Because of the whole child thing. Yeah, back like, So obviously, like a normal person, she ran away in it. Yeah, like she's been told well by her parents, like, if some creepy stranger comes up to you and starts offering to kiss you... <laughs> say no. Run and say no. <laughs> Literally. So then we meet Peggotty's brother, who is a hairy man with a good-natured face. Okay. Peggotty's brother, because it's a surname, is also called Peggotty. But usually Mr. Peggotty. So if it's just Peggotty... I'm talking about Lady Peggotty. <sighs> See, this is why writers needed... Like, this is why... Things needed to develop because so many of the books we read, they're like, you're fine if we just have five characters with the same name and or sometimes we'll call them by their last name and sometimes we'll call them by their first name and also there's four other characters with that first name. You know who we're talking about though, right? No. (laughs) So anyway, uh, he called uh, Peggotty Lass and gave her a hearty smack on the cheek. Ew. I was like... What cheek? Which one? that's... (laughs) <laughs> you can't smack your sister on the ass. I was that's about well to perverted. say, I hope that's kind of like a kiss on the cheek. But um, all right, mate. Yeah, literally, I was like sisters. To be fair, all right, let's give you a smack around the <laughs> cheek. A smack to How are you keeping? Most normal thing in it so far. Yeah, that's what I was like. Ah, sisters and siblings. Sisters. All right, mate. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's the top cheek, not the bottom. Not cheeks. the bottom one, then it's weird. Um, very disturbing. Later, Davy sees Mister Peggotty. Um, is this is again with Davy being a tiny little um, old man? So he sees Mister Peggotty is smoking a pipe and decides it was time for cue and confidence, um, uh, which is wow. like questions and chat. So he sits down next to Mister Peggotty and is like, "Have you got any children, Mister Peggotty?" <laughs> and um, it was the little girl that ran upstairs, not his. No. I don't know why I didn't describe Oh, I'm about to describe it. It's in the next paragraph. Okay. I see. Um, and Mr. Peggotty is like, no master. He answered with a short laugh. Sorry. <laughs> no master. <laughs> no master. I'm a bachelor. And I was like, is that Dumbledore's Playboy? Oh my God, bachelor. <laughs> Playboy? Toy Doy. Toy Doy. Toy Boy. I'm bachelor. I'm bachelor. <laughs> and I was like, that is the best, like, gay alias ever like that's amazing drag king oh my god it's a drag king name bachelor door bachelor fucking love it harry potter drag king yes <gasps> rupaul are you listening oh my god am i listening i'm gonna do this anyway so we can't we're women drag king oh yes yes sorry yeah yes. we're being bachelor doors 
Yeah. Let's do it. Oh my god. Okay, that we patent that. Don't no one rip that off. <laughs> we are not allowed to do these things. We're women. <laughs> yeah, we can do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> no, we can't, Marsha. We're women. <laughs> We're women. Only men can do as they please. Um so uh, later, Peggy tells Davy that Ham. Ah, oh, this is why we're finding yeah. out now that Ham and Emily, the beautiful little girl he tried to kiss, Ew. were now. This bit I'm not entirely sure about. Were an orphan nephew and niece that Mister Peggy has adopted. Um, he says, and it doesn't say whose nephew and niece they are, but that is who they are. However, I don't think they're actually related. So I think they're just like he's a nephew of someone and she's a niece of someone, and I just took him in. But basically, yeah, they're orphans. Okay. Um, mm. I just. I find the concept of saying a beautiful little girl. Yes. Like, you know, she's pretty. Yeah. So she's sweet. But the concept of beautiful, I feel, encompasses This is more. a recurring theme with Emily. And, like, also, I mean, aside from the fact that, like, her one characteristic is her appearance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's just like, I mean, can a little girl be beautiful? beautiful. Like, lovely. Sweet. Like, pretty. Yeah. But yeah, no, she's. And you can a... call your own child beautiful, but like to be like, I saw the most beautiful little girl. It's like, Ugh. why did you? Why are you a paedophile? Yeah, but Leave why, her alone. why are we just call her paedophiles now? Yeah. So um, Davy obviously likes the beautiful little girl. Gross. So he starts hanging out with Emily more, and uh, there's a bit of a. I've written fannying around. I mean, messing around. They, they weren't freaking each other. Nah. <laughs> I'll bit... show you mine if you show me yours. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, they're messing around on the jetty and Davy thinks she's going to jump into the sea. And um, adult Davy now is reminiscing, thinking back on the memory, um, knowing that the life that was awaiting Emily, it would have been better for her to drown. I'm like, um, why? What did you do to her when she grew up? You absolute bastard. She is screwed over. I'm not... But... <sighs> Also, I'm sorry, you don't get to make that judgment call. Also, hang on, no, I've just been reflecting on her whole storyline. Always a patriarchal cunt and you'll find out why. That's killer. You don't yeah. get to, like, ah, oh, would have been better she had died. Is it because she didn't date you, you creepy Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, so there's a nice bit of foreshadowing yeah. there. Um, he goes on to kiss her and they're both buzzing their tits off because they've been making out. He then, at eight? At eight, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've been kissing. Problematic. Um, problematic. And then uh, <laughs> you fancied an eight-year-old. I was also eight. You still, so fancied, still fancied an eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah, what, a pedo? All right, pedo. Uh, so, they're, yeah, buzzing their tits off. And then he goes on to inform her that he adores her. And unless she confesses that she adores him also, he will be reduced to, be, to the necessity of killing himself with a sword. That's abusive as fuck. And you need to distance yourself from that piece of shit. So much pressure. And, you should like, be like... I guess you're going to have to go kill yourself then. I mean, I was kind of interested when we kissed. But now that I've realised that you're toxic as fuck, I think it's best you do die. Lucky we're by the sea, because you can fucking get in that. Yeah, like, get right in the sea, you absolute twat. And it's kind of like, eh, how sweet. You're like, no, he's fucking weird. This is the thing, like, um, tangent, but reasons why I hate the notebook. Mm. Like, at the beginning, he's like, if you don't go on a date with me, I'll just let myself drop and I will die. Literally, go on then. Yeah, And then it's like, given. oh my God, so romantic, he dies so desperate to move for me. Be with me. And it's like, no, toxic as fuck. Literally. Like, was willing to, was literally being like, it's your fault if I die, you're responsible for my life because if I don't have, if I'm not in control if of I you. If I don't have you. Sorry. <laughs> it's so annoying. And everyone's like, it's so romantic. Like, can we just it, all agree the notebook is trash? It is absolute trash. Kind of amazing trash. <laughs> It's the kind of thing... Not because it's, it's good, because it's so bad. So bad. Also, we're going to have to work really hard and it's with you to each other. We're going to argue all the time. You could just see other people, yeah, mate. Sounds, sounds terrible. Great. So, 
Emily and David have sworn their undying love to each other because obviously, eight. yeah, because obviously she goes along with it. Oh, Emily, um, Dave and Peggy, David and Peggy go on home, and um, when they arrive home uh, on the carriage, mm-hmm. um, Peggy um, kind of stops David before he gets out of the carriage um, to stop him running in. And uh, between her agitation and her natural awkwardness in getting out of the cart, Peggy was making a most extraordinary festoon of herself, and I was like. Me men walking ride. down a hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also, men writing women. Like, oh, she's awkward. How terrible. Yeah. Like, she's fuck like, off, She hasn't got the grace as she descended lovingly Literally. as she boobily boobed from the carriage. A boobily boobily boob. Like, ah, oh, she's not a sexual. She's not sexual. Therefore, she's terrible. Yeah. And so Davy, because then Peggy is pretty much like, stop. And Davy's like, what's wrong? Mum's mm-hmm. dead, isn't she? Oh, God. And I was like, harsh I mean, times, isn't it? If someone's like, wait a minute. Like, who's dead? <laughs> Victorians, isn't yeah. it? Like, well, clearly somebody's died. I yeah. am Victorian after <laughs> yeah. all. Tell me the damage, Peggy. Yeah. Fill me in, fill me in. Um, so, and then Peggy's like, no, she's not dead. Um, she's married Mr. Murdstone. And he's like, kind of wish she died. <laughs> Probably given his attitude to her, like, well, she wouldn't date me. I wish she was dead. I wish she was dead. That's so cool, Davey. So they go in. And um, he sees his mum and uh, she drops what she's doing with excitement. And Miss... Oh, his his mum's called Clara. Um, And Mr. Murdstone is like, now, Clara, my dear, recollect, control yourself. Um, fuck off. She's seeing her son for the first time in a while. You need to die, Mr. Murdoch. So controlling. Mr. Murd... What's his name? Murdstone. Murdstone. Murdoch. Oh, um, Rupert Murdoch. Yeah, he also needs to die. All the Murs go die. Yeah. Maybe Uh, not Ollie Murs. I don't know. He might be all right. No, I think he grabbed his... He was, like, dancing sexually to teenagers at <gasps> no, he was. Yeah, because I yeah. saw him live, and the yeah. audience was predominantly 15-year-old girls, and he was yeah. just, like, grabbing his dick and stuff, like, yeah. man. I was like, um, this is uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, he got called out on that. Yeah, Good, that was, um... Terrible. Anyway, back... you know again the sea. Yeah, all, all the murs in the sea. All of them. Um, so yeah, David then uh, finds that his bedroom has been repurposed, and he's to sleep at the other end of the house away from um, everyone else. So traumatic, <laughs> Mr. Master. Oh, it's just Murdoch. gone in. It's fully gone in as Murdoch. <laughs> I'm okay with it, Mr. Murdoch Murdstone. No, <laughs> so bad. And then he goes. Okay, this bit I was like, David, don't be like a little shit. Then he goes into the garden and see uh, sees that there's a kennel in their garden and sees that it's got a dog in it. And the dog tries to bite him, so he runs away. Fair enough. I was like, it's a dog though. <laughs> I got a dog. Yeah, so you know, similar lining. Similar lining. So it might not be a very nice doggy, but yeah, it's a doggy. So. Yeah, a nice doggy. So um, it, all in all, Davy's had a bit of a shit day of it. <laughs> oh my god, I'm just not over Mr. Murstow being like, good, don't just show show decorum. Don't be happy to see your child who Literally. is not my offspring. We shall cast him to the other side of the house. Yeah, I'll just go to my room um, then. Actually, I wanted that room. Get out. Um, <laughs> um, um, yeah, so he's supposed to be taken away from the love, his, love of his life. Um, I mean, this weirdo's, yeah, I know. Uh, this weirdo's moved in. Uh, goes to find it. Oh, yeah, so he goes upstairs and finds a corner to start crying in. <laughs> poor Davy. Oh, poor little Davy. Um, his mum and Peggy come up. Um, the mum thinks Peggy has like been bad mouthing her, so she's turned David against her. Um, no, mate, you just walked in with a new husband who said you weren't allowed to give me a hug, and you've thrown my room away. Yeah, that is why I'm angry. I, mean, I was happy to see a dog, and the dog tried to fucking bite me. <laughs> All in all, it's been quite traumatic. Yeah, and if you ask me about Emily, we're kind of going steady. (laughs) (laughs) So, God. But yeah, um, his mum is just pretty much there going, What about me? Like, Um, it's not about you, sweetie. Why is everyone asking? She literally says, What about my feelings? 
Um, what about your kind of a husband? Yeah, exactly. What about your very impressionable young son? Yeah. So, yeah, then Mr. Murdstone comes up and sends Peggotty and um, his mum away and says to David, David, if I... I feel like there should be, like, some foreboding music in this. Turns around... David. <laughs> Is it distracting? <laughs> try again. I've got to try to say I'm laughing. Try again. <laughs> I think the music might be too much. Okay. David, if I have... <laughs> I can't think of some music. <laughs> David, if I have an obstinate horse or dog to deal with, what do you think I do? And Davy goes... Die? <laughs> Davy goes, I don't know. And Mr. Murdstone says, I beat him. Good for you, you psychopath. I make him wince and smart. I say to myself, I'll conquer that fellow. And if it was to cost him all the blood he had, I should do it. What is that upon your face? And Davy goes, dirt. And it says, He knew it was the mark of tears as well as I. But if he had asked the question 20 times, each time with 20 blows, I believe my baby heart would have burst before I would have told him so. And then um, he kind of like agrees with this. Uh, Mr. Murzone says, you have a good deal of intelligence for a little fellow. He said with a grave smile that belonged to him. Who else did the smile belong to? Well, he borrowed it from Jake down the road. (laughs) (laughs) And you understand me very well, I see. Wash that face, sir, and come down. Me. Oh, I like the rhyme. Yeah, I know. That's rhyming couplets with Shakespeare. Yeah. Um, so now we have an abusive stepdad. I was like, well, this father-son relationship has started off to a great start. Yeah, like, so I'm just going to go up and try and, like, maybe get to know your son a bit. Yeah. Just us two. Yeah. Like, so how'd it go? Well, I told him if he ever speaks out against me, I'll beat him to an inch of his life. Possibly kill him. It went well, It went well. So obviously Davy is terrified of him. Oh my God, murder him in his sleep. Yeah, and uh, so... I listen to too much true crime. I'm very murdering. (laughs) Murder him. Kill him, kill him, Uh, kill it. Later, his mum manages to like find him and give him a secret hug and she tells a secret hug I'm not allowed to be affectionate anymore literally she's no, not allowed to show affection to him anymore and um, she tells him to be obedient and to love his new father because that's how it fucking works remember to love him oh he's just threatened to kill me like literally threatened I, to kill I'll me just, I'll just love him it's okay because he's daddy now yeah can you imagine now social services David would be gone I he mean, would be so out of he there he would be in care may not be great but he, he'd be gone he would be so out of there um, so uh, with Mr. Murdstone, we've got a bit of a, a double whammy. He's also moved his sister in to run the house, Miss Murdstone. And uh, we're introduced to her saying, generally speaking, I don't like boys. I mean, it's yeah, fair. Fair. <laughs> yeah I, I was like, uh, yeah, uh, all these old women are done with the patriarchy. <laughs> so, yeah, patriarchy sucks. So Miss Murdstone is presented as having a massive stick up her ass. Yeah. And uh, she thinks the servants are hiding men in the house. Um, yeah, hilarious. And so she keeps opening cupboard doors quickly, expecting to find someone. She's like, aha! <laughs> to find secret men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got the image of a bunch of guys, like, well, for some reason they're naked, just yeah. like running out of the house, like, <laughs> Willie's flailing. <laughs> Willie's flailing. She's out so everyone's like oh, fucking weird well, um, so obviously she doesn't like men and I was like it is represented like these silly crazy old ladies who don't like men and I was like but no it is fair. because these women have like pro- been traumatised by traumatised their entire life they've reached a point of giving zero fucks anymore but obviously in this yeah they're just like oh crazy old ladies we literally. don't like them. Men, so, men writing women yes literally um, 
Yeah, I've just wrote the uh, simile. It's like a guy being like, oh, my exes are crazy. Like, do you know what the common denominator in this is? Yeah. It's you. It's you, sweetie. You're a prick. It's you. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to... They are represented as being like, oh, but um, that, that is how they, they like to reasons. represent uh, eccentric old spinsters. So but we're yeah. just done with the fucking Patreon. Yeah, just Aren't done we all? So, uh, about the story. Mrs. Murdstone is a bitch in this and uh yeah <laughs> so she shall be referred to as a bitch, a bitch. Uh, she says that clara davy's mum, no. is far too pretty and thoughtless to undertake household duties so um your looks have nothing to do with anything yeah literally you need to, you need to get out of the patriarchy sweetie so she takes clara's keys away which is obviously um, removing all her independence and control within her own house so she just asked to leave and be let back in yeah can't open certain doors on yep. her own um, yeah. That's abusive as fuck, Miss Murdoch. Yeah, and she's like, you're married now. You don't need to concern yourself with such things. And Davy's mum's a bit like, oh, but, you know, I always managed to find before it's okay. And she's like, no, Clara, one wouldn't want, you know, to argue too much with me. That wouldn't be very nice for my feelings, so give me the keys. Oh, my God, I'm going to murder you in your sleep, you psycho bitch. Fucking all. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I did write down, I do sometimes wish, though, I could use the excuse I'm too pretty for this. <laughs> <laughs> A problematic feminist. Problematic. I don't want to do this. I'm pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just she says, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. So she does try to get... (laughs) She does try to get some control back, Clara. Um... But Mr. Murdstone says he's married someone inexperienced and artless with the thought of forming her character. So no, Um, dear, let me groom you, please. That's why I married you. Yeah. He no. was like, I, I married you because you're a bimbo and I can shape you into who I want you to be. I can, well, you know what I'm going to shape you into? I'm going to shape you into a blob because I'm going to kill you! I'm going to stab you! Bloody bitch, you goddamn stupid head it! He has the audacity to be like, um, she's basically made him feel cold and altered by having the audacity to question him. What and, a bitch! And um, his sister, and his sister. And uh, they're just completely gaslighting her. And they're like, oh, you have issues. Well, I don't like you now. <laughs> Maybe you feel awkward. Mm, I just wanted to control you every aspect of your life and beat your son possibly to death. Meanie. Like all lives matter, people. Hmm, where have we seen this? Well, I don't think racism is a problem because now you're talking about it's actually making me feel a little bit uncomfortable. And also, also, one time, one time, someone wasn't very nice to me, so actually, we were racist against white people. Yeah. Like, that's not a thing. It's not a thing, darling. So, yeah, this is gross. And, uh, yeah, I actually did a post about this on our Instagram quite a while ago. Uh, So, yeah, I was like, they aren't meant to be good people. They are represented as the villains in the book. Yeah. And uh, the term gaslighting and mansplaining. They're fairly modern, um, but they're literally doing it here. And then David uh, Dickens is literally like, see, dickheads. It's really shitty but thing to do. But this is also, like, take Disney, for example. Like, you know, at the, like take Frozen 2, a recent film. They do, like, we live in a kingdom of many um, who provides for the good of the many yeah. or something. We live in a kingdom of plenty who provide for the good of the many. And mm. um, so it's like, oh, so you're like... That's almost more communist like yeah. views. Like we care for those, we look after each other. Yeah, look after the majority. But, um, everyone at Disney's a massive fucking Republican. <laughs> so yeah, like, but you you're perpetuating liberal views as you know the they good sell. guys. Yeah. And you're saying that these people who are being like, I just want to dominate the world, I want to have full control, oh, I want to take these rights away mm. from people and make people my slaves. Oh, they're the baddies. But lots also me. Yeah, lots are guilty. Literally, like. But you know you're bad. This is so weird. But yeah, and I was just like, people are like, oh, gaslighting and mansplaining. Or like all these people, like the snowflake generation. Like, look, it's always been... It's always been a thing. It's just now when we call it out, it's less acceptable to murder us. Yeah. 
exactly. But, but you know, it still seems to happen a lot. Like, it's, yeah, people have always known it's dickish behaviour. So yeah. just accept it's not a modern phenomenon. Literally. People have been dicks and should be called out on it. And just, you know, if it's bothering you that much, just stop being a dick. Yeah. Just stop gaslighting people. So yeah, old Clara and Davy are up shit creek with that paddle. Oh my God, they, I really hope this ends in murdering them. Um, well, someone dies. Um, so, <laughs> so they're up shit creek without a paddle. Uh, Davy is homeschooled by his mum, but obviously now the Murdstones are involved. Oh, um, yeah, so when he doesn't get something uh, right, uh, they tell Clara to be harsher with him. And uh, yeah, so she tells um, Davy to not be so stupid when he's trying to recall some book passages. Also, they're literally like, read this passage from the book and repeat it which isn't a mark of intelligence, it's a that's mark of memory. <laughs> but that's what exams are still like yeah, today. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Still, like, the number of exams I've had to do where it's like, and you go in, of course, without the books, you have to remember all the quotes from your memory, and it's like, well, that's just stupid, it's though, ridiculous. isn't it? Like, if I was going to write a report on a book, obviously I'd have the book with me. Yeah. I'm not an idiot. So Davy concludes that, um, well, he must be stupid then because he keeps cocking it up. And he's like, great. So that's like breaking, it, breaking, like breaking him in. It's yeah. Like, I'm stupid. Like, textbook self-fulfilling prophecy literally Christ Victoria's get with 2020 and learn how to teach oh 2020 is very problematic it is actually but in terms of teaching yeah uh, well and also you can also look at 2020 as it does you know it's brought to light that we still have racism which is obviously Mm. terrible that we have the racism but it's good as being brought to light and more people are educating. Start, hopefully, yeah. stamping that shit And we shit are starting out. to heal our planet a bit just because people are driving and, you know, being yeah. out generally less. So, in some ways, you can look at 2020 as a good year. Yeah. But however, uh, still problematic. Now, well, I was going to say, with all this Davy admitting he's stupid and everything, we know where this is going. Davy's uh, going to get the cane. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's going to get the cane from Mr. Murdstone. So Mr. Murdstone leads Davy upstairs with a um, solemn wink at his sister. What's a solemn wink? Also, why are his sister and him, like, fucking each other off to the idea of child abuse? Oh, clearly. they fucking love it. But Lisha, I'm going to hit this kid. Oh, <laughs> let me get my dildo. <laughs> but, sorry, back to solemn wink. So imagine I'm about to go, like, beat a child. Okay, this isn't very good for the podcast, but... It's just creepily sexual. It's very sexual. <laughs> Solemn wink at his sister. Like, don't worry, I'm going to tell you all the details later. Literally, I'm going to tell you every time he screams. Uh, uh, anyway, Mr. Merson starts beating Davy, and nice. Davy turns around and bites him. It's kind of fucking fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good image. Ow! <laughs> I fucking bite you, you stupid. I fucking bite you, little. I'll gnaw your arm off. I'll gnaw your arm off. Yes, Davy. Um, so they basically, as a punishment, put Davy in solitary confinement. For being, what, like, violent? It's like, what do you think you were doing to me? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Davy um, says he has fleeting cheerfulness that comes only when eating and drinking and oh leaves with same. it. And I was like, yeah, I've never felt so seen. Yeah. <laughs> I do really like to eat. <laughs> so um, Davy is locked in his room, like, all day, and Peggotty comes to the door, and she says that he's going to be sent away to school the next day, and um, he'll get a chance to quickly say goodbye to his mum in the oh, morning. for fuck's sake. Yeah. Clara, um, you need to kill these people. Yeah, he's been, actually, I skipped it. he's been in confinement for a long time, and he's only allowed out in the evenings to pray um, with the family. Hey, um, come out here and pray. And they, and they make him, like, sit away from them as well, because, like, he's gross. Um, yeah. So My he's, God, he's going to have so many issues. So many. Um, but, of course, he grows up to be, like, well, in terms of 
white men rounded. Um, of course. But, uh, but yeah, the next morning, um, yeah, he'll have a chance to say goodbye quickly. Peggotty is absolutely gutted and like crying, and she says she'll write Davy, who's like always like, oh my god. <laughs> like, oh my, but also, mate, you might get a chance in life mm. if you go to school. <laughs> he has his priorities in order, though. He asks Peggotty if she'll write to her brother and everyone at the ship and tell them he's not really as bad as he's being represented and to send all his love to them, especially Emily. Oh, he's God. like, however, Peggotty, I still might be able to pull. <laughs> so, <laughs> you could just make sure Emily knows I'm getting fit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm getting good. I'm not an arsehole. It's Mr. Murdstone lying. Make sure yeah, she doesn't think less of me. <laughs> Priority, <laughs> literally. Not like bye forever, mum. I'm sorry, you're in this really abusive relationship. Yeah. Does Emily ask after me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know, David. I don't know. So the next morning, Miss Murdstone is watching over everything and telling Clara off while she's trying to say goodbye to David. Oh my she's god, like, fuck she's off! Like, so, Davy, um, I, I will miss you, uh, Clara. And she's like, um, uh, yes. Uh, so take her, Clara. Like, don't be so emotional, Clara. So goodbye, David. Uh, Clara, let's really wrap this up. Like fuck out, fuck off, fuck off. Davy is just bawling. Like it's really fucking traumatic. I'm sorry, but Clara needs to throttle both of these people and be like, "You need to leave my son alone." Yeah, I will kill you. I'll fucking kill a lot like, of you. Like I'm going to lock you in the house now because I'm taking back my goddamn keys. Yeah, I'm gonna burn it to the ground with you guys in it. And then. <sighs> Very angry. <laughs> okay, we'll do this next bit, then we'll wind it up. Yeah, so, I feel like I need a cup of tea and a slash of cake. <laughs> I'm very emotional. <laughs> it's very emotional. So Davy's bawling, and then this guy on a cart comes to pick him up to take him off. Um, not even the whole way to school, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, comes to pick him up, and uh, then the, the cart's trundling along. And this reminds me of something our mum might do. Mm-hmm. Uh, suddenly, Peggotty just bursts out of these bushes and climbs into the cart. She's like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> and she just hugs him loads and gives him a load of cakes and a purse amazing and she doesn't say anything she just doesn't speak and runs away <laughs> poor Peggotty here's all my love and some cake yes <laughs> yes Peggotty you are pure <laughs> so sweet and then Davy um, cries um, he's like oh my god at least you have cake now Davy you do and then he stops and the driver says he can put his handkerchief on the back of the horse to dry <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Fucking thanks, mate. <laughs> I don't remember renting out my rear end for your snotty handkerchief to your customers, mate. And then Davy opens the purse and there's some money in there and a note from his mum saying for Davy with my love. And Davy is like, oh, here come the boat house again. I'm going to need a touch on my back, sir. <laughs> That's exactly what he says. And the driver's like, you better do without it, Davy. Come on, suck it up. And so um, Davy's just like, okay, and sucks it back up. The horse is like, thanks. Now would you please take this child's snotty tissue off my fucking ass? <laughs> Literally. The horse is like, I did not sign up for this. I, I, I did not sign up for this. What, is it, what, is you, what are you putting on me? <laughs> put the, your dirty tissue here to dry. Oh my God. Oh my God, you're fucking disgusting. So I think we'll leave it there today. With the horse with his snotty arsehole. With his snotty arsehole. That is one thing you do not want is a snotty arsehole. <laughs> Well, you would say, why would there be snot in it? Because some shit uh, put his snotty handkerchief on it. Like, I, d- I didn't want to deal with this today. Davey, bastard. Davey, you're, you're a bastard. You put your dirty, snotty tissue on my bum. No. Now it's got snot on it. <laughs> David, you're a bastard. So Davey's been through some trauma, but at the end of the day, he's snotting on horses. 
Oh my god, poor. I mean, yeah, it's problematic the poor horses, but so, the poor child who went through child abuse. Before we do our sign offs, next week we shall be finding out what happens on Davy's journey to school. Um, if you don't already, you can follow us over on Instagram, which is at unclassical underscore podcast. You can also find us on Twitter, unclassical underscore pod, or at Facebook, which is just unclassical the podcast. And yes, we do know that we have different names for everything. It's because we live in 2020 when all fucking usernames are taken. <laughs> you can also find us over at Patreon. We're on classical forward slash patreon.com, maybe. Um, sure. One of those, I don't know, man. You go to Patreon with that. Um, I'm just saving my um, notes for next week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have no money. Do you have money? Do you have money? Yeah, Shut in the dark. Can I get some? Shut in the dark. <laughs> Has anyone got a job? <laughs> Lockdown's drawing to a close and I am unemployed. I'm very, very unemployed. So um help me, I'm poor. So yeah, thanks everyone. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. I hope you liked it. Yeah, give us a follow on those things or, yeah. or don't. Oh, it's up to you. Uh over on our Patreon we do have some cool things. We've got some cool things that you can own that we will yeah. send to you if you sign up. We've got some cool badges. And we do do early face. episode release. We do do early episode release. There's our face on the badges, so you know, lucky you. Lucky. And we've got some cool personalised drawings of some of the characters you have met in the series so far. Yeah. So, yeah. So thank you very much for tuning in to this week's episode of Arn Thanks, everybody. See ya. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.